Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Everybody. My name is Jacob DeLawrence, and like always, I am your host right here for the Believe in UConn Women's Basketball Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? You know, it's been a while since um, you guys last heard from me. I know. I'm sorry. You know how things get with the holidays going to see family, hanging out with friends. You got last-minute Christmas gifts. You got a little bit of this to do, a little bit of that. Things get a little hectic. So I missed a couple games. Well, I watched the games. Watched them a couple times, actually. I just didn't have a chance to record and give you guys your weekly dosage of audio dope. So for that, I'm sorry. I apologize. But have no fear. I'm here. I got these past three games that I missed on tap. Oklahoma, which is tough. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tongue twister right there. You see, that's the rust right there. I'm trying to shake off a little bit of rust. So like I said, I got Oklahoma, Wichita State, and SMU on tap today. We're getting a three-for-one special. We're just going to go ahead and hit a few little high notes on these games, hit a couple little interesting tidbits and facts, take a quick look at the box score, do a little recap. Just a quick little in and out to catch you guys up because, you know, Baylor's on the horizon. That's the big marquee matchup coming up, and I know you guys can't wait to see what I have to say about that one. So, without a doubt, we're going to get to Baylor, but like I said, 3-for-1 special today, no extra charge. That's right, it's free 99 Well, it costs you no money, but it's going to cost you a little bit of effort, because what I'm asking for you is to like, share, subscribe this podcast, leave a five-star review, tell your friends to tell a friend to tell a friend. To tell another friend. See how that works? Word of mouth. Let's just play six degrees of separation here. But just let everybody know that, hey, we're available. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify. If you want this podcast on another podcast provider, let me know. Let us know. At, let everybody at Believe know. You can tweet me at underscore J Della. You can tweet Believe at Believe Podcast. You can use the hashtag Believe UConn. Leave a comment in the comment section after you leave us a nice little five-star review and subscribe to us. However you feel comfortable about letting us know that, hey, can we get you guys on iHeartRadio or something? Just let us know, and we'll see what we can do. Because, like I keep telling you, this is a listener-based podcast. I am interactive. I want all the feedback, all the criticism. I want all the smoke. I'm not running for the smoke. If you got something to say about me, let me know. Thoughts, opinions, Bueller, doesn't matter. I'm here for you guys, the loyal listeners, because without you, there's no me and there's no podcast. So again, use the hashtag BelieveUConn, B-L-E-A-V-U-C-O-N-N, and just let me know. Maybe you want to get a former player on, see if I can pull that for you. Or maybe you have some thoughts about the format of the show. Maybe you want to hear more about recruiting or more about X's and O's, getting a little more into detail about things. Just let me know, guys. That's all I ask. Because I can't give you what you want if I don't know what you want. So, like I said, this is a three-for-one special. 
We're going to get into Oklahoma, Wichita State, and SMU. Three games that if you just look at the bot score, they look like blowouts. For the most part, yeah, yeah, they were blowouts. They were UConn being UConn and handling business and just giving everybody a nice little beat down on their way to prep and get ready for Baylor. But as always, like I say, numbers don't tell the whole story. A quick little bot score, a quick little glance at the final doesn't tell you the whole story of a game. Just because you see a final score that says 93 to 55 or something, you're like, oh man, UConn just came out and just blew them out the water. No, no, that's not always the case. Every so often, just because it's 93 to 55, it could have took Connecticut a whole half to get started, to get things shaking and rolling, and then they pulled away. So it's not always... Oh, man, Connecticut just, woo, beat them down right out the jump. No, 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 no. This is why I'm here to break things down with you guys in case you missed the game and you just see the box score and you're like, oh, man, that's it? Huh, glad I missed that one. I didn't miss anything. No, no, you always miss something when Connecticut plays. And first up on this 3 for one special, we got UConn's game against the Lady Sooners. The fun thing about this game, or the fun fact, is that this was Coach Daly's tenth time filling in for Coach Oriyama because, like on the last episode I mentioned, Gino had to go undergo a procedure, minor procedure, to alleviate some symptoms related to diverticulosis. Very difficult word for me to say. Basically, it is a kidney and intestine, I'm sorry, it's an intestine issue where it can create a blockage, they become irritated, Brock Lesnar, like I mentioned before, is one of the more famous people who's had a bout with this um, condition. Coach Coach Oriyama has symptoms that are associated with it. Not quite sure if it's full-blown yet. Nonetheless, Coach underwent a minor procedure. His doctors advised him, hey, Gino, you know, take a week off or so. You kind of got to miss the game here. Gino listening to his doctors and was like, all right, I'll miss it. Coach Daly, she steps in. This is the 10th time, and just like the prior nine times, Connecticut wins. Spoiler, shocker. And the Lady Huskies did it in a convincing fashion, beating the Sooners 97-53. to And as far as the scoring goes for this game, Olivia Nelson led the way. She dropped 27 points to go along with 15 rebounds, and then another 17 and 19 came from Megan Walker, Christian and Crystal Dangerfield, respectively. Respectively, Look at that. That's that rust, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I left you guys. I'm sorry that you have to deal with a little bit of rust in this episode. I promise you, I won't be gone so long. But, hey, like I said, Megan Walker dropped 17. Crystal Dangerfield dropped 19. The game was close in late in the second quarter until Connecticut went on a 20-2 run to kind of put a little bit of distance, and then they fully pulled away which led to the end result of 97-53, Connecticut, business as usual. No Gino, no problem, all good, on to the next one. And the next one happens to be Wichita State, in which this game was Gino returning back to the sideline, and if you watched it, it's like Gino wasn't even gone, which is the case with Oklahoma. Coach Daly, she stepped in, like Gino wasn't gone. I said before, in the episode where I talked about Gino having surgery, 
there may be some issues that while Coach Daly has been there basically since day one with Gino, it is still a different voice. For as much as she understands Gino and knows how Gino wants things done, there's still slight little differences and tweaks that a lot of people looking from the outside in might not be able to pick up on. But if you're in that program or if you played basketball, head coach can have an assistant with them forever. But when the head coach goes away and the assistant fills in, the assistant isn't going to to change everything because, of course not. I'm only here temporarily. But how things get communicated or said or what player plays here, what does this, it's slight little differences like that that can potentially create a problem. But luckily for the Lady Huskies, there was no issue with Oklahoma. So Wichita State, Gino comes back. It's like Gino was never gone. Lady Huskies don't miss a beat. They end up winning the game 83-55. to And while this game was the return of Gino, it was more so the arrival of Kristen Williams. Williams has been at Connecticut for a little while. She's always been a very solid player. She'll give you 20 here. She'll give you 15 here. Steady across the board. You know what you're going to get with her. What's interesting about this game is that Wichita State kind of hung around a little bit more than people thought. At one point, they managed to cut Connecticut's lead down to 10 points late in the game. And Megan Walker had fouled out of the game. So, Williams, what does she do? She steps up to the plate. She puts up 10 of her 19 points in the fourth quarter and helped close the door on Wichita State. Williams said after the game that she realized that once Megan was gone, she had to be more aggressive. She had to look to score, to look to find a shot, and to find her teammates. She said she got a couple layups to fall that gave her the confidence to keep attacking. And thus, she put up 10 of her 19 right there in the fourth and helped Connecticut win. And also, Gino called Megan's, I'm sorry, Gino called Kristen's performance likely her best one since arriving at UConn because Gino said, quote, that it was a complete effort. It had more to do with than just putting the ball in the hoop. It had a lot to do with other facets of the game, which is very true. Basketball is more than just putting a ball through a hoop. You can impact the games in ways other than scoring. A prime example is look at Connecticut, Miss Irwin. She doesn't necessarily score as much as Walker or Nelson or Williams or anybody else on the team, but she impacts the game with her defense, her playmaking ability, and so on and so forth. So just because you may look at somebody's box score and see three assists, four points, and three rebounds, you're like, oh, man, you really didn't contribute much. Yet you played 32 minutes. There's a reason you played 32 minutes. It's probably because you're out there, you're creating chaos on defense, you're getting tips, you're forcing turnovers, things that don't necessarily show up in a stat sheet or that are extremely difficult to translate to paper. So if you're looking at a game recap, you're like, oh, didn't see her name brought up. But if you go watch the game, you're like, oh, man, she forced a turnover here. There was a five-second here. She forced a bad pass. She forced a bad shot. That That's really a thing that's a lot of people don't understand. It's the importance of good defense to force the offense into taking a bad shot. If you take a bad shot, you might as well be turning the ball over in a lot of cases. Because if you're jacking up a three, and that's not part of your game, but the defense is forcing you and taking your thing away, credit to the defense. Unfortunately, there's no stat for that, so the sheet looks a little blank. But if you watch the game, you see it. And that is basically Wichita State. Like I said, this is three for one special. There's nothing too, too major or special for any of these games. However, they all have significance 
<clears throat> in the grand scheme of thing, because the grand scheme is to cut down the net, cut down the nets at the end of uh, March, start of April, 13th national title. That is the goal, has been the goal since day one. It will continue to be the goal until the end of the season. So lastly, we get to SMU. The thing that's special about the SMU game is because what follows SMU? Baylor. So you have Wichita State, Geno coming back, SMU, Baylor. Baylor's a primetime matchup. It's on ESPN. All eyes in the world. Very easy to overlook little old SMU. Some teams, if they have a big matchup like that, they probably do overlook SMU. And then they fall into a trap. And I don't really want to call it a trap game. Because it's not a trap game. SMU, no, no offense to SMU. The level that they're at compared to a Connecticut, there's no way Connecticut, even if Connecticut completely does it, prep one ounce for SMU. It's just like, forget it. We'll just focus on Baylor for these next few days and everything else. <clears throat> and whatever with SMU, we can out-athlete or we can out-coach and out-class them. Connecticut still should not lose to SMU. They might not blow them out by 40 or 50, but they shouldn't lose to them. And luckily, in this case, Connecticut didn't look past SMU at all. They beat the Lady Muskegs 80 Lady Mustangs, eighty to forty-two. Gino and company did what the elite, what the elite programs do: that's handle your business. You face the opponent that is in front of you, the next opponent up. Kristen Williams, after that strong performance against Wichita State, came back and dropped twenty-one points this time. Megan Walker also delivered fifteen. Solid, even all-around effort by the Lady Huskies. Nice, quick, clean in and out. No looking ahead, no getting caught slipping. Business as usual. This is what the elite programs do. Like I said, if you want to be elite, you have to do the small things as well as the big things. And you have to do both of them at a high level. This is what Connecticut does, has done for the past 30 years. Nothing more, nothing less. Next up, Baylor. We'll see how that game goes. Mm, it's a tough one. Hey, this is what you come to Connecticut for, to play in the big moments, to see the bright lights, to face them, to grow in those bright lights. You will either rise to the moment or you will learn from the moment at Connecticut because there's no option to not rise to the moment and to not learn from it because if you do that, you end up on a bench and you're likely to find your way out of stores via Gino taking your scholarship or you just deciding, you know what? The stage might be too big for me, or this just isn't what I thought it was. Whatever reason, it's all understandable. It's all fine. It's all okay. Connecticut standard is you learn from the moment or you rise to the moment. So Baylor next up. Like always, I will be here breaking down the game, win, lose, or draw. Luckily, <laughs> in basketball, there is no ties. Ooh, football, y'all got to figure that one out. How you in the game in a tie? Y'all got to keep going until somebody scores. Basketball, we'll play all night. Need proof? Connecticut, Syracuse, men's basketball, Big East tournament, six overtime, thriller in the garden. It's one of those games where you fall asleep, you wake up, and you're like, is it that late that ESPN is replaying this? And then you're like, oh, the game is still going. So, again, basketball, no ties. Point for basketball over football for being a better sport. Not getting into that, though. I don't want to upset any of my co-hosts here at Believe. You know, we got the 49ers podcast. We got an LSU podcast. 
We got a Cleveland Browns podcast. I, I don't need any of those guys listening to this and being like, oh, you think basketball is a better sport. Well, let me tell you where you're wrong. No, no, guys, we're fine. You stay over there. I'll stay over here. But if you want me to come on and explain to you why you're wrong, I am more than welcome. But also, speaking of them, make sure y'all go ahead and like, share, subscribe to their podcast as well. Just go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, tune in, pull up the search bar, search Believe in 49ers, Believe in Browns, Believe in LSU football. Check them out. Tell them I sent you. Leave a nice little review for them as well. They all produce quality work. And speaking of quality work, you know, it's the Golden Globes were just recently. And if you need a little refresher or if you're like a movie buff and you're like, man, I really want to find a good movie podcast, then go check out Believe in Cinema Palooza with Al Valdez. Great podcast. He breaks down not just movies, but it's like the little things. Like he most recent episode is about movie posters, the importance of a good movie poster and what happened to a good movie poster. So go check that episode out. I just recently listened to it. I found it very entertaining. A great episode. I had to go ahead and subscribe to them on Apple Podcasts. So so as that new episode drops, all I got to do is open up my phone, go to Podcasts, and just hit play because it's right there. And that's all you got to do for my podcast, too. Just go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. doesn't matter. Go search for it. Hit subscribe. So that way, when that audio dope is fresh, and ready for you, it's right there. So all you got to do is hit play, get in the car, and listen to it on your commute to work. And leave a review and tell your coworker. They'll be like, hey, man, what you over there listening to? You you seem to be really in the zone. Oh, man, it's just believing. You call Women's Basketball Podcast. You got to check it out. It's that simple. Hey, until next time, I just want to say thank you all, like always. If you got any thoughts, opinions, comments, please let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter at underscore J Della. Also, reach out to Believe at Believe Podcast. Always feel free to use the hashtag Believe Yukon. That's hashtag B L E A V U C O N N. And as always, remember we're Yukon. You're not Bleed Blue. Sorry, not sorry. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.